Hi, everybody. And tonight we're back in the MCU for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. It's the third feature-length Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, we've talked about many Marvel movies on here before. Nicole and we I have. did a whole Marvel mini-series of the first... That was so good. 20... Oh, thank you. The first 20-whatever Marvel movies. If you want to see... Nicole had never seen most of them before we started doing the show. So, like, halfway in, right. into the show's runtime, we were like, hey... Or she said, she suggested, which she never suggests, hey, I would like to see all the Marvel movies. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see each one. We'll talk about it for five to ten minutes on here. And uh, yep. so you can go back and listen to all those from Iron Man through Endgame. We talked, uh, we might have even done the next one was Spider-Man Far From Home. Whatever. I think so. We you talked about this do that, Or you can watch this movie and I have a suggestion. I, I know what I suggest. So. We've talked about MCU plenty. Well, okay, the the resident fan. Uh, she's she's uh, is the most vocal of anyone on the show and liking these films. Uh, yeah. And we've, or at least me personally, I've. Uh, it's been too much content. It's been an overload. We didn't do Black Panther, not because we didn't want to, but because of scheduling. And then I personally never caught up with it because we didn't do it for the show. It was the first MCU movie I didn't see in general coming out time since. I started giving a shit, I guess, uh, when whatever Have you that started, was, 2017 or whatever. Did you see it yet? Didn't see it still to this recording. Oh, And man. Uh, I've missed many shows. I, I tapped out halfway into Moon Knight, which I was looking forward to because there's a directing team that did a couple episodes, Benson and Moorhead. I've talked about them before. And they make a bunch of really good indie sci-fi movies. And they were directing some episodes. I'm like, oh, maybe it'll have some flair. But I didn't do that. I didn't finish that. Missed Marvel, uh, She-Hulk. I, I've... I'm kind of tapped out, and I was kind of done, honestly. I was like, you know, it was a really good run. There's been some diminishing returns. Maybe it's yeah. time to tap out. And then, uh, you know, I asked everyone, what are we going to do this month? What are the suggestions? And one of Mama K's was this film. So Ant-Man. what made you uh, want to come back to MCU for a revisit? Because it's Ant-Man. I mean, I feel like, okay, I'm going to see this. I've seen the other two. Uh, there's a performance I always look forward to in an Ant-Man and um, I was hoping that honestly I was hoping it would get me back on track because I have also with the exception of Black Panther um, sort of so that lost worth my, catching up with for you yeah I lost my juju with it so um, I was thinking this is, and I, my thought process is, is the other things that have come out have been a lot less familiar to me. I mean, I watched the, you know, the, the Loki show and the, the, all, the first bit of things that were on Disney plus the first bit of the first ones shows. were WandaVision, Falcon, Winter yeah. Soldier, Loki. Those are the first like three. I, Loki's yeah. still my favorite. And that's why I wanted to see this because it had Kang. And I was like, oh, yeah. Kang, he's from Loki. I want to see Kang because yeah. I think that guy's interesting. So that's really the yeah. like, the only draw for me in this one. Ant Man, I, I like Ant Man. He's fine. I like Evangeline Lilly as an actress, so she's fine as Wasp. But uh, and yeah. Catherine Newton, well, I like I, in uh, yeah. a lot of other. That's stuff, why though. But... Just for just to, I thought this. To, I I needed some help getting pulled back in. So I was hoping that this would um, sort of solidify. Black Panther did that for me, and it was good for me. But um, I was hoping this was going to help, you know, sort of solidify that, get me back into the groove. Ant-Man and the Wasp find themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures and embarking on an adventure that pushes them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. This film is presently at a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes with 83 audience score, 6.5 IMDb, and 48 Metacritic. So 
much more mixed middling than MCU typically is. They're they've yeah. been living in the high eighties for so long now, and now forty eight. Uh, Eternals was the only other one I think that has been reviewed this unfavorably. I liked Eternals for what it's worth. I, it's a very different movie, but uh, yeah, this is a bit of a slippery slippery boy here. So, yeah. if you haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasps, that's the reviews it's getting. It's in theaters now, I'm sure, still. Even though it's not as popular, it's still MCU. You know, we get butts in the seats. And yeah. we're going to spoil it here now. And I don't... When it comes to shows and other movies, I'm just going to assume everything's on the table up to this point. I don't know what everyone's seen. But spoilers <laughs> for all of MCU. You, you have to right. know what you're getting into at this point. So, there you go. Spoilers coming now. Uh, we revisit the Ant-Man family, which I didn't realize is actually kind of low-key stocked with talent, other than Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly. You got Catherine Newton coming in as the third Cassie Lang. We'll see if it's the final Cassie Lang. Interesting. You got Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas, stalwart actors who've been in everything for all time. And then, uh, (laughs) William Jackson Harper's in here, Katie O'Brien's in here, a couple of smaller character actors who I enjoy, David Desmalchian. Uh, we get our big star-studded bill murray cameo i'll call right. it a cameo because calling it anything more is a sham and uh maybe a returning villain question mark that didn't i didn't see that coming this is what happens in uh Ant-Man and the wasp uh michelle Pfeiffer has unfinished business in the quantum realm and uh they get called back to the quantum realm and they're in the quantum realm and they got to figure yeah. out how to get out or how to stop a thing uh, I, what did you think of Man of the Wasp Quantumanium? Okay. I, I, I have the hardest time with things when they're not, when they don't have some, at least a foot in some sort of reality. This was all over the place. I don't even know how these actors acted in this movie. I can imagine it was only uh 98% green screen CGI stuff the whole time and I don't know what they're doing I don't know what land they're in and and they try to explain it but it's obvious that they don't even really understand what it is and they kind of laugh it off like you know we're in your we're in your country or land or whatever this is underneath my land under you know and the Scott Lane character is the one who says says those kind of things so they're trying to have exposition to tell you that you should believe in this place <laughs> and it's, it's a strong, fine to be to give it credit it's a strong string screenwriting choice you have a fish out of water character in a strange world and he's our audience surrogate and we know paul rudd's ant-man at this point so we're like okay yeah we're following along like he's been to the quantum realm before but this is all still strange so he can yeah. be our guide and he's got the daughter the daughter hasn't been there that helps us from a storytelling perspective understand it would if i could figure out what what's going on like if i could figure out what uh, is this one quantum land are they going from quantum land to quantum land are are there countries who owns this well i get the impression the quantum realm is like a whole planet system kind of thing that is within you know, super small things like we like if you sh- if you blew us up out past our solar system to other solar systems and all that crap and whatever we make up of that's we're the we're the quantum realm of that. You see, yeah, I 
I get that because, but because everything is so, they, there's just the consistency. It's way too, it's almost like they just were, we're throwing things at stuff and we're like, this looks cool. Let's do this. We need some different kind of people. Oh, let's make them look like this. Um, yeah, why you can do whatever you want happening? in quantum realm because you, you got different, you can do whatever you any, want. And, anything but then they, can show up down here. Yeah. And that's, and that's, it's not fine because I don't love that, but it's, it's, it's a tactic. But they don't go, they don't follow through with it. And there are things that bother me. And they're like, oh, you're, you know, I didn't think I'd see another human. Well, Kang is human-ish to the, to the point, you know, there are other human looking people there. And why are you surprised to see? Right. But they don't come from people? our earth. They come from other places. You know, they've all yeah, ended I know, up but, there and all kinds of different. But it's they kind say of, it's, it like. If you like Loki, if you understand the logic of the Loki show, it's not unlike that. Therein lies the problem. Oh, you don't like Loki? That's my favorite show. It's not that I don't MCs. like it, and I didn't love it, but I think if I watch it again, I would like it more. But this whole, uh, yeah, no. I mean, there are still times that I, as I'm going to sleep, will go, okay, but if Steve Rogers left to go back, and he comes back to the same place, and he's an I, old man, Nicole what happened? I know, we talk about this all the guys? time. What is wrong There's... with you guys? Why can't you just understand what's happening? I don't understand. Like, well, pretend it's but... just, and, and pretend it's between, you're going from North America to Asia, and not, you know, this quantum palace to that quantum. Like, just pretend, just relate to something no you know. But there are no rules in it. I understand the rules for going from North America to Asia. There are rules Asia. in the quantum realm. It's a little different, but they're still, like, they, they still play by a general rule set. They can't do anything down there. I feel like they can. I mean, all of a sudden the buildings are alive and start moving. The, I mean, the buildings are alive like... down there. The, are, are your buildings are dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, there's yeah. still some good old, old, good old fashioned MCU break the ice. Doesn't understand like oh, a little you're, bit. You're... It, I it's I still there. Underwhelmed. I stayed awake the whole movie, which I didn't think I was going to do because it felt like a lot of space and a lot of action, doing not a whole lot. Um, so I'm proud of myself for that. Uh, I think that Evangeline Lilly is a horrendously underused in this film, and we rely. Oh, too she much has the, on the least to do. As far, I mean, the absolute she's least. She's given nothing. She she's no, only Michael in Douglas the, does more than she does. Like she, yeah, Michael Douglas is the through line of that. Of his hands are squishy when he puts the puts him in the controls, and then later on, yeah. he's more confident. He's like, I got this, guys. I'll drive. And then he sticks his hand in. I'm like, oh, good for you, Michael Douglas, giving half a yeah, shit Yeah, but that's not funny thing. to me. That's like, I yes, just it, like, oh, that's not Well, it's MCU funny. funny. It's like, oh, it's, he was grossed out <laughs> by the thing, and now he's in a, he's best friends with the thing, you know? There are times when MCU funny's fine, but it just didn't, it did not, this did not land for me. And I like Scott, I like him to be a little more I like him to be funnier, a, and I like him to be a little more rogue. Like a, he was. It's it's hard when he's now the superhero and he goes by being an Avenger. I just I don't know. I I liked it a little better when he was messier. Well, he's the blandest he's ever been at this point because yeah, he's and the movie doesn't really know what to do. This is a trailer for the next big thing. I mean, it's not really a movie. Is the kind of the big problem. It's if this if the yeah, MCU were an ongoing t- if the MCU were an ongoing TV show, this would be a a filler episode where the only thing that really matters here is that Kang is being reintroduced. We met Kang variants in Loki and now we're meeting this Kang. And then we get a mid credits scene with more Kang. But if you don't remember or didn't meet him in Loki, 
they don't really introduce him here at all. All of a sudden, he's just Michelle Pfeiffer's buddy. Well, yeah, if you didn't uh, know he was in Loki, yeah, it's would really be like, bad. Why is he is... so much more important than any other MCU villain? Yeah, this is the worst introduction of a major character in a long time, I think. I think it's really only because they're doing it differently now, though, because when MCU for, or OG 23 came out, you know, they that's no TV shows, that's pure theatrical release every other year kind of thing long build up everything's an important event yeah now it's not like it's tv now there's how many how many mcu tv shows are there currently seven eight ten i have no idea there's so many and then they pump out (laughs) two to three two to three to four a year of i mean we're not the only ones saying this they've been declining in general quality they're not they're still not the michael bay roland emmerich old blockbusters of the 90s they still have a in my opinion higher general care of storytelling than that yes they they give more of a shit than that but it's 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 become factory time it's it's become star wars and star trek and 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 harry potter and every other franchise and i know the mcu i i am not like a crazy stan fanatic or whatever but i don't when you're those aren't the only people that see these movies these movies can't make the money they make by just you know pandering completely to the fans so you have to introduce a character that's this big and introduce him well and and that's not what we got not what we got in this it was hard to know especially with you know the fact that michelle pfeiffer's been out of the quantum realm for a while and hasn't told anybody about this i mean what i don't believe that i'm just thinking how is like the the, what's the the Marvels is coming out soon with Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Lashana Lynch's character, or whatever her name is. She's like a, a Rambo, Monica Rambo, yeah, whatever. Monica and I'm just thinking, yeah. like that cast is way more hard to work with in terms of like getting f- funny stuff, serious stuff, getting likability, getting like like fist pumping moments. This the, the this is as good as it is because you have Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Jonathan Majors, Catherine Newton. Bill Murray, Michelle Pfeiffer, my, this cast carries this super mediocre material. Like if yeah. if like these are it's really really are, really mediocre material, which is it's not so mediocre. Like Catherine do. Newton, I saw her recently in a movie called Freaky. It's a Christopher Landon movie. It's like one of those uh, teen slasher movies. She body swaps mm-hmm. with Vince Vaughn, who's a murderer, so she has to be yeah. the murderer, and Vince Vaughn has to play a high school girl or whatever it is. Like she's so nice. fucking funny in that movie. She's so good at switching from meek high school girl to horrible bloodthirsty serial killer. And I've seen her in other things. So when I saw, oh, finally they picked a Cassie Lang actress. And they pick Catherine Newton. I'm like, yes, good. I don't know if she's going to get other jobs. Like, she might burn out after high school, but this will guarantee that she's in movies for another 10 years, and I, I want that. But yeah. she doesn't get to do very much in here. She doesn't get no. to be... Like, I, I've been dogging on the TV shows. I kind of liked Hawkeye. I like that one... What's her name, girl? The Hawkeye protege? Uh, oh, yeah. She's like a Disney Channel actress. I don't remember her name. But she was, like... that. She was legit, like, good and, like, an interesting character. And I... I I didn't get that from our cat from Catherine Newton's new character. Bill Murray's a throwaway. If Jonathan totally. Majors, if he's going to be the next big bad, I preferred his shtick in Loki, where he was the different version of himself. Well, you're going to be able to see him again in Creed pretty soon. So, I have never seen Creed or Creed Two. Should I catch up? Are those worth catching well, up on? Creed Three is coming out, so it depends on whether you want to. I know. Continue. I haven't seen. Have, I haven't seen Rocky. 
Is that the yeah, one where he has You can son? stop seeing Rocky after three. You don't need to see any more after that. I'm a completionist, though. I don't like to. I'm not going to go see Creed I know. three. If I, if I haven't saying, seen though. Creed one or two and Rocky five, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> see three, Creed three. That's not how it works. Well, what if Michael that's B. on Jordan my list to of May of March? I mean, Michael B. Jordan gets to direct. I'm excited. No more Ryan Coogler, Black Panther. Oh. Right. He's busy anyway. doing other things. Well, yeah, he got the Marvel keys to the palace, so he's yeah. yeah, he can make whatever he wants now. Wait, who directed this movie? This is a uh, returning director Peyton Reed, who directed the first two Ant Man movies, as well as uh, uh, oh no, never mind. I was thinking of a different uh, director who made a different movie. I was going to talk oh. about, and I won't now because it's not the right guy. Peyton Reed. Yeah, I don't. Same I don't know that Ant Man's the way to go. Like, I don't know this. It sucks. Ant Man's Ant Man's not the answer. Iffy. Like, he's not a leader. No, he's not. No, he's not. And the, the the same thing with though with Thor. Like Thor is one of the OGs, but he's like Captain America is a leader. Iron Man's a leader. Thor is not a leader. Yeah. Like same problem yeah. here. Like, and we got like I don't I dog on Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't give a shit about that show. Falcon can be a leader. Like uh, yeah. who else is who else is a leader in the modern MCU? Um, it's kind of a problem, isn't it? <laughs> I was <laughs> well, going to say Captain. I, mean, Mar- I was say Captain Marvel. I'm like, yeah, but she's a huge bitch who is an asshole Hawkeye, to everybody all the time. Hawkeye's, so a, would... Hawkeye's a leader. Hawkeye can Hawkeye's be a, leader. a leader, but Hawkeye's Hawkeye. Yeah. He his power is not cool. <laughs> like he, his power is not as important as everyone else's. He's not like you know Thor's a god, right? No, but also Ant Man. Um, I mean, they keep well, Ant Man's same... power is actually incredible ant-man's it's power a, is yeah it actually is actually one and of the best the, powers that's the thing that in this movie is the only thing that sort of that is interesting to me is when they're having the big battle at the end and there's the ants and um and he's and they're doing the cassie has gets the suit and they're doing the big to small and all of that kind of stuff that was a jam i dig that i, I that jam when marvel-y. michael douglas goes on a jag about ants i love how i love how much he loves ants <laughs> I love when characters have specific things that they actually, like, give too much of a shit about, and it matters to the yeah. thing. Like, that's good. That's good. Like, it makes me believe this human. Like, he's just this weirdo scientist dude. Now he's 80. You know, he could have done ants. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know? like Yeah. he He's good. I don't think Michelle Pfeiffer's very good in this. Um, I disagree. I think she's fine. Uh, I I don't know. Well, let's, I, let's think about Michelle Pfeiffer's role in this. She has to be dramatic anchor piece. And she has to tie back into Jonathan Major scenes, who we've said the character. You said you didn't like the character just introduction. Jonathan Majors is an excellent choice as your future big bad. He's got the yeah. I don't toss. disagree with that. I don't. I, disagree I don't know. With, I have never seen him turn in anything but excellent performances, all the way back to Last Black Man in San Francisco. That dude, he's got it. Like, there's a reason they went to him. I think that there's a story yeah. that came out recently that he was tapped for the MCU like years ago. Out of, like straight out of Yale, and like he he was like thinking about not taking it to to do this to, do this to be role? Kang. Oh, yeah, he he okay. got he got last Black Man in San Francisco in like nineteen or yeah. twenty seventeen or something like that when he was you know like twenty two or twenty three or whatever. And he's been in several things since he's blown up. But like yeah, they they tapped him early. Like they not Chris Evans, who's another good example. They they tapped him early before he got super famous. Like this guy is gonna be it. And he almost turned them down. He almost walked out because they were fucking around with his time. But even as a well, young guy, he knows. I, I don't disagree that he's going to be a good villain, that he's a good villain in this movie. I just don't. I, I'm not. I feel like they're being too. You have to be too much of a fan to really know or not care. I guess if you don't care, 
See, I'm right, I run in the middle. I'm not the average movie goer and I'm not the super fan. So I'm in the middle where I might need a little nudge because I do want to be more invested than just realizing that this is the big bad now. I mean, this is now Thanos. Like, this is what's happening. This is what they're bringing. Yeah, you know? he's going to be so, Thanos level villain, which yeah. there hasn't been since Thanos. And he, since Kang Thanos, yeah. as a character is a good choice because he's interesting because there's so many versions yes. of him. So it be like. We saw the version of Loki, totally different guy than this, and Jonathan Majors, the actor, can do all of them. Like, he can do them all convincingly, which is what you need. You need someone more dynamic than, I love Josh Brolin, but he's a little, he's got a couple of types he can play. Yeah, 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 yeah. A a one-trick pony who's good at that trick. Maybe two notes, yeah. He's got two, he's got two or three, he's got, he's got more notes than I'm giving him credit for, but I'm... Uh, but dynamic, get, yeah. But by dynamic, yeah. But by the time we get to the mid credit scene, I'm like, I took a, I took such a 180 at the mid credit scene. I was, I was gonna like kind of recommend this and be like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's whatever. It's not a miserable two hours. I barely remember it, and I'm see, sitting yeah. here four or five days after seeing it. I saw several other much better movies in between, and so this is like. <laughs> I walked out of the theater. I'm like, yeah, it's like a three star Marvel movie. It's like middle of the ro- lower middle of the road, but like forty eight percent. Like it's not, it's not terrible. It's not a waste of time. That mid credit scene left a bad taste in my mouth, though. I'm not. I don't. I didn't like how they played all. Which that. one was the mid credit scene? Because I stayed for both, so I don't remember. I didn't stay for the last one, which apparently was the Loki one. Um, but the oh, mid credit okay. scene is like the Council of Kangs and like an auditorium, and it's all the Kangs oh, shouting at each yeah. other, and I'm like. This is too much Kang. I'm like, I, I, was, I am <laughs> into this villain. I'm into this actor and this performance. <laughs> this is too much. They've. they've yeah, but you know what Marvel's shark like, is, though? They're mounting might, the jet ski. They are getting ready to jump right over. But they might not, they might not even ever do that because Marvel, you know, mid credits you and then doesn't give you what you want. So No, no, they end credits or what you, you don't and want. don't give you. Their end credits are... That's why I didn't say for the end credits. The end credits is always ancillary. The mid-credits... When was the last mid-credits that didn't mean something? Mid-credits always mean something. Yeah, I guess. I don't really think of mid-credits very much, but... um, End credits is like... Like, if I think of Thor... uh, If I think of Thor Ragnarok, I think that's the best contrast I can think of. The Mm mid-credits scene is they're in the ship, and then Thanos' ship arrives and sucks them up. That takes us right into Infinity War. And then the post credit scene, the very last thing you see, is Grandmaster, who is uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum, stumbles out of his right. ship. He's like, all, the, all, the, right. all his followers are around him. He's like, hey, uh, like, caught a draw, guys, you know? I'm like, <laughs> like that's, that's, to me, that's the quintessential. Mid-credits sets up your next thing. Post-credit yeah. is, we're having, well, I hope it mid-credits do is Thanos smirking to the camera. And right, never mind, I'll do it myself. Yeah, yeah, and post credits a shawarma. Right. Yeah. No wonder I always like the post credit the most. Yeah, because it doesn't mean anything. It's just a, it's just a like. Little it's a lanyap. It's a little yummy yes. treat. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't want I don't want Uber Kang. I don't want um, it to look like he's at whatever that what council was in one of the Star MC- Wars movies. <laughs> As an MCU fan, what would you want? What Or you're, you're Kevin Feige. What am I looking head. forward to? What would you do with Marvel at this point? Because, I mean, their current strategy is pump pump it out. You know, pump out four or five TV shows, two or three movies a year. 
they're still trying to tie it all together and they're doing it. Yeah. They're doing okay. It's not like they're doing a bad job of tying it together. It's just not as interesting as it used to be. But what would you I think it's too much. This is what happens to me when 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 I get oversaturated with something. I don't care anymore. Like I I am the person that wants to wait for something good. I don't need to have a bunch of stuff thrown at me to keep me interested cuz that doesn't really keep me interested. Um I it dilutes you know, the brand. I, yeah, dilute. Not only that, it's just like when you're putting out stuff like that, you can't. It's impossible to maintain quality. So, you know, one like WandaVision, one season, fine, and then the next season, pull out Winter Soldier, and you know, and then do it. Don't. It's too much. It's too much content. It's almost like, you know, it's like everything we have. It's all too much content, and I'm not. Everything I'd ever rather sit and wait for. <laughs> It's everything everywhere all at once. Um, and I'd rather wait for something good. And I like familiarity to a point. I need, I would like to have, I like the part of where I know Ant-Man and I know his crew and now we're bringing in Kang. So that's good for me. If they would have just brought him in a little easier for me to understand what's going on. That's, that's the, per- for me, that's the perfect segue. I'm going from people that I know and people that I like, and now you're bringing on somebody else and I can, and he's an interesting character and I can follow him through even if he left all those other people behind and went on with other marvel characters or whatever i'd be okay with that um in a couple years like in two years that's what i'm used to you know with the exception of yeah what are we gonna and what are we building towards like kang is the big bad all right we obviously have ant-man set up as someone in there loki is gonna be something some sort of redeemable what's gonna happen what's gonna happen in you know in the new Captain America movies, what, who's going to be? Well, yeah, like I was going to ask you, like what, what I, I've said this as a, as in my opinion, a problem, the problem with Captain America and his crew is that they suck. They're nothing They're They deal with mundane run of the mill issues on earth. Those are all the, things that I relate to. Yeah. I, but, but we, but the MCU isn't that anymore. Like when we're, when we go, when we go to Falcon and Winter Soldier and they're dealing with, you know, like, oh no, like the, there's like a homelessness crisis and like, oh, like there's like uh, a, a terrorist bombing in a, in a Middle Eastern city and it's this group of, insurgents yeah. like ah this is just this is spy thrillery and this is and that's not what mcu is anymore mcu we know multiverses exist now we know quantum realms exist now we have no time for this flag smasher nonsense it needs to we only actually do be, have plenty of time we don't you're, have time if you're, paying it, a, if you're paying attention there's plenty of time but so. but it's inconsequential it doesn't it doesn't matter like when it feels when inconsequential to you but for me i like i like my entertainment home-based and you know when things get into realms that just i can't wrap my brain around i don't have the energy to do that then i don't care and it how do you marry me, that whole movie that whole movie to me this whole movie to me just seemed like i was on like some weird acid trip and there were some people along the way that i remember from a party i went to at one point and then there's a bad guy Every fight scene was the same. Every And the thing is, is I'm contrasting this with another movie that we just reviewed recently. And it's not an, it's not an, unlike that. I mean, there are things in that movie that repeat and repeat and repeat. And the movie maker in, in that ours. film. In ours. 
RRR did a great job doing that. And, it repeats and, and repeats and repeats. It repeats and repeats and repeats. Yeah, it RRR and R's. Um, but it's done in such a great way. And it's understandable for me because it's things that I can relate to. I need to have a base of relativity. If you put everything into a place that doesn't make sense to me or that I'm not familiar with, I don't have anywhere to be. Like you tell me that I'm uh, the audience is Ant-Man, but I'm not Ant-Man. Like I'm, that's not, that's not even, he's already a little too like. You can't imagine though, like me. what if I, you know, Mama K all of a sudden ended up in a space place? What would I do? How would I try to understand I would be my like, environment? Fuck, this is where I'm ending up. This isn't what I asked for. I asked for a rainforest. Like this is not, this was not my jam. I want a place that has plants, for God's sakes. Well, I know you want it. It's like, you know, you get thrown at your Guardians of the Galaxy and you get thrown in a, in a hostile planet or like, you know, like I think, I think the MCU moving, I, I like, like Loki was my favorite show that, as of the MCU shows I've seen in post Endgame stuff. And like, this is the same ilk, then- but a step in the wrong direction. But I want, I want, I want some more, like, I just don't know if the spy thrilleriness of the why of was the that MC- all so much better than this then like everything in game and prior og6 was all so much Endgame better than works. this and ref- and and it's and it's like it, national or not nationally it's everybody loves it it's all you know why does that continue end to game be- works because it's it's never been done before. Endgame works because... Not just Endgame. I'm talking about everything from Endgame back to the begin- to Iron Man, back to 2006 or whatever. Oh, that all works all because that it works. builds to Endgame. Except and then Endgame for is Dark World. Well, no, but like... That's not, but I, you don't know that it's building to that. So you're still watching each movie on an individual level. And it's still, you know, varying think, degrees. But you're not getting a 40% or you're not getting a 50% off of any I, of those we have a, a, this the, Except we, for Thor, Dark World. We are being too harsh. Is the thing. Our, our, we are the we are the drug addict who has gotten a little bit of heroin and now needs more heroin to be high. It's that's I don't know how to describe it other than that. And I just yeah, they're not giving us heroin. They're giving us the, I don't know what they're giving us. No, they gave us a bunch of heroin and now they're giving us cut rate heroin. And it's better than <laughs> Armageddon and Con Air and Bad Boys. Yeah. But it's not as good as the heroin they used to give us, like Avengers and Yeah, and so go Civil back War. and do that. Why are we doing all of this? Because it's hard to make heroin. Like, it's hard to make good heroin, so they got to make shitty heroin. But and they that's did what this it. Is. They made it for so many years. What? There's, there's they a made formula, it because even it kept, though you don't want to admit it. Because it kept building to the it kept building to the big payoff, which was Endgame. You people liked Black Panther and Infinity War and even Captain Marvel with the problems because they knew it was building to the ultimate payoff, which was Endgame, which was a very successful payoff, a 9 out of 10 super solid hit ratio <laughs> of a payoff movie. That's hard to do. And then after yeah, you pay off... Yeah, and burn since then. Like, What else burn. could it have done? What else could the MCU have well, done? I don't know. You keep done? saying this is, the, this is the future of the MCU. So the future, the future of the MCU is trash. I mean, it's not trash, not, though. The this is, this not is not it for me, though. Trash. This is just mediocrity now. Mediocrity. The bar of yeah, mediocrity but I don't, has been raised. That's like me. Like it's okay. This is exactly what it's like. This is like me going to my favorite donut store, and they always have a new donut every time, and it's delicious, and I want to eat it. And then all of a sudden, they have this really great donut. It's probably like the bacon maple donut at Holy Donut here in Maine, and then. The next donut that comes out is a Dunkin' Donut. 
It's and then all the rest of the like donuts that. are varying degrees of Dunkin' Donuts. It's not quite like that. It's it's more. It's very it much is, like that. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it correctly, but it's more like you were building up to this ultimate thing. The thing paid off, and it was successful. Like I, I think in a vacuum, if you look at Thor Ragnarok and this movie, Ragnarok is only better because of its context, as far as like where it sits in the timeline, what it's doing. Like as I don't a story, disagree with that. It's not that much crazy. Like, it has a lot of similarities. But I would still watch Thor Ragnarok over anything that's been released since Endgame. Because Thor well, Ragnarok no, matters. Black, Black Panther. Because Thor Ragnarok matters in a thing you well, care Black about. Well, Black Panther. That's the difference. Black, see, but Black Panther, the, the latest Black Panther movie was good, too. And that, well, I can't, that I can't shows me that, that you, can, you can do that. And you can use the characters that people like. and, and that Black Panther's there, grounded, and though, Black too, Panther, though. Isn't that back to your draw? Like I know it. I know there's underwater people in that movie, but in general, it takes place on Earth. And it does only take Earth place people. on Earth, and I and I fully admit that I like Earth-based movies. So I I'm not I'm not trying to be you know coy here and say well that's not it. But part of it is it. Part of the reason Captain Marvel was a little weird for me is because there was I, the Earth-based stuff was great for me the rest of the stuff was too i i was so confused during that movie about it's just where it has to go that you can't you can't make captain like captain america falcon the winter soldier that isn't and like it just isn't as important anymore because the world that we now live in a post thanos snap world where multiverses exist and quantum realms exist and time travel exists now that they don't really but these pandora's boxes have been open to an audience to a enough of the universe's important people that now when we cut back to a winter soldier spy thriller it feels quaint and it doesn't it's not the, it's it's not the same anymore and so i didn't like, but the audience isn't buying it you can tell by the 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 reviews of all the latest marvel stuff the audience isn't buying it so but i i guess my argument have is to... they they had like it there was no way for them to continue to make content without a break and not have it be shit okay, well, like, let's like, be I, over the break then ross and rachel were on a break so we they were we not, can be on a break now it's not about and then the we're break. done it's, you can't go well what one all right so what's the covid helped marvel one because it made them take longer to release their shit if they could have released their shit quicker after endgame they would have drowned quicker because their problem is drowning in their content having the artificial break of covid and like having to release things later helped them so that's one reason of the delay of their downfall but they had to take a step back and they had to take like what after endgame came out and they made their three billion dollars they had to be like there's just no way to keep this cash train growing. The best thing they did since then was No Way Home in a from a money making perspective because that had nostalgia and uh, a new plug in that it brought in MCU characters from before the MCU existed. It brought in Toby and Andrew Garfield. So, like that's the kind of gimmicky kind of stuff they need to keep the engine going. X Men in the Doctor Strange universe, like. You, well, then they need. That's what they need to do because this isn't it for me. They, I mean, there's uh, there's been talk, a lot of talk about you know remaking Fantastic Four again, which they already remade once. And they're going to do it. I mean, that's, that's well, I know. On the so timeline. what they need to do, what they need to do is start getting the people on the board that made it 
that made the MCU the MCU. Get it written by Marcus and Mafili. Start having no Favreau's not coming back. No, no. I'm no, just telling not... you. Okay, they can get the Russo brothers back involved. No, Whatever. Russo it takes. brothers are no, no. That's that is okay. not George. That's like that's like saying George Lucas can fix Star Wars after he made the first three Star Wars, and then here come the prequels. That was full I George. Think he Lucas. probably could come back and fix Star Wars, but this you know. I actually thought multiple times while watching this. This reminds me of the prequels because of how green screen everything is. <laughs> It was just so messy. Everything about it was messy. I just, I didn't, I didn't really care. All I cared about that the it was when was the movie going to end? That's all I cared about in this movie. I knew what was going to happen. Were you miserable watching this though? I wasn't miserable watching this, and I, I, I was a little that. miserable. My legs were. I had restless leg syndrome watching it, so I don't know. I recognized while watching this, I'm like, I'm not having a bad time. This is perfectly a fine diversion. No, I just know I'm gonna. And I didn't about sleep, it. so that's what I'm. That's why I started off this review with. I didn't fall asleep, which I fully, not intended to do. But on the way to the theater, I thought I'm gonna get an hour and a half nap out of this two-hour movie. So I just not, think that I didn't like, do that. If the new bar for movies is not to be is to be entertained while you're in the seat and not miserable, like that just wasn't. That the wasn't entertaining. Yeah, that it wasn't, wasn't. I I won't watch this movie again. No, probably not. It's possible. And and I watch MCU movies. I don't watch them now all the time. But there was a time when I could watch an MCU movie at any point. And now it's like, meh. If it's on, I'll pass it by. Even if it's something I like. I don't know, man. They. It's I, been, I just it's think been, it's been rough. I've, Guardians I of the Galaxy's coming out. What do you think? I don't know. Well, I have to well, see. That looks like. A Guardians movie, and I like. I've grown to like Guardians. The second more. one it's, wasn't great though, and I'm, so I'm a little worried. And so I'm I like hoping two. that this one's better. I like better. Guardians too. Yeah, I like. I I, I like the Guardians as a group. I've grown to like them quite a bit. I really love Mantis and Drax, and I know Batista's yes. done being Drax, so I'm gonna <laughs> Batista and oh, and Palm Batista. Clementif as actors and their duo. Like, they're, it's just a very. I followed both their careers doing stuff, and it's, they're very. It's very interesting how they became Mantis and and Drax, and I love Mantis and Drax. They're they're my favorite. Yeah, I was gonna say they play off each other really well. They're so. perfect together, and it shouldn't work yeah. at all. But like that's part of the, that's part of you know, James Gunn. James Gunn's the director of those. Movies. He's the vision behind those. And Suicide yeah. Squad, same kind of guy. He knows yeah. he knows how to do that. Thing. Uh, we didn't talk oh. about Modok. Uh, who's Modok? Modoc. Corey yeah. Stoll. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was See, just like, I totally, did all this talking of like, we really I know. You say, I'm like, uh, no. And while I was, yet. while I was watching it, I was like, I am going to go ham on this dude's ass when we do the review. And I totally mentally blocked it out in favor of all the, uh, cgi stuff you weren't that a, I didn't a really understand fan. what was going on okay what modok is a character from the mcu he's had many iterations he actually has a hulu show i believe uh i think he's voiced by Patton oswald in that. i gotta check that now make sure it's not voiced by who there's a mo there so there's a let me make sure i have my my credentials right who's the here. who's the voice though uh Patton oswald Oh, okay. I can see that actually. Yeah, what do we got? That Moda. would have been a better person in that Eminem giant peanut Eminem suit. Well, it's Corey. Stone. Do you remember when the Do you remember when the Eminems wore like 
Um, Sexy high heels. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> no. The best days well, they, of my life. They were in like. That was before right liberal, at your before the spot, liberals probably. took away my sexy high yield M and M's. I was just that no, was the real was downfall of the MCU when they were. Oh, you know what it is? We have Star Wars M and M's. That's what it is. We have Christmas ornaments, Star Wars M and M's, where they're all dressed up like each character, and there's an M a peanut M and M that is dressed up like C three PO that looks just like that Modok character, only oh. proportionate. Uh, that's, that's what I was trying to think of the whole time I was watching the movie. Um, what do I think of him? I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think having him in that movie is ridiculous. He's an honorary Avenger now, don't you know? No, he's not. Because he sacrificed himself to, to stop Kang, the, yeah. the new Thanos. That's not enough. We're um, gonna have a <laughs> Modoc headstone right next to Tony Stark's. Really not enough. I, yeah. No, see... It's those things always make me feel like they're laughing at the audience by putting that kind of shit in. Like it's this is not this is too when there's too far and that's this is too far. Sorry. No. Nope. There's a there's a there's a TV show that came out in 2021 on Hulu called Modoc. Uh and yeah, I guess they followed him that character. I'm not familiar with this character when he when Corey Stoll showed up in this movie who was what was a yellow jacket in the first one. I was like, "Oh, I guess Peyton Reed and Corey Stoll are friends because that's why else would you? Oh bring yeah, that he was. Back? Yeah, they were referring to him as the B. Corey Stoll is in the first season of House of Cards. He's like, uh, yeah, I know P- Peter I know Russo. Uh, like I, it's such a shame what happened with Kevin Spacey because I love the first three seasons of House of Cards. It's so good. <laughs> And Corey Stoll, I had never seen him before, and I saw him in first season of House of Cards. I'm like, oh my god, this guy fucking is so good. Nicole thinks he's, uh, she calls them cheese people. She thinks they smell like cheese. I'll let her defend her position on this one time. But Corey Stoll is her flagship. That guy smells like stanky cheese. cheese. Yeah, she calls them cheese people. She always Did she watch out. this? No, she didn't watch this movie. I saw this alone. Oh, because I would like to know what she would think of him as that giant-headed... Oh, Nicole would have no time thing. for this nonsense. She's checked out. She's all done with MCU. It's just me and you until we decide to stop. Um, yeah, no, uh, I saw this. I saw this on a Wednesday afternoon. So we're recording this like a week after it's come out. So not that not that long. And I saw yeah. a completely empty theater, completely empty. Like not a single other person wow. there at like a five o'clock showing on a Wednesday. So not like prime time, but you no, know, people are working. I know, but it's like a fir- one. Not everyone works a nine to five, but two. Like it's you know, it's first release. Big. It's the biggest yeah. movie in the country, and it's the first week. And uh, yeah, I saw it with nobody. Yeah, uh, I saw it IMAX a third full on a Saturday night. I only saw it two uh, one day ago. I, I saw it less than twenty four hours ago, actually. And the fact that I could not remember the Modoc character, <laughs> and as I was looking right at out. things for this. I I've even read Modoc and I just went like my eye I just glazed right over it like I okay that's obviously wasn't that important because I don't remember what it was and now I'm like oh yeah it's so bad. Uh, any other so points for Bill Murray? I mean, you're a big Bill Murray yeah. fan, but uh, yeah, you, know, you like that this but is his MCU again, impact. No, I mean. Can Bill Murray can't be in a real movie anymore, like a whole movie. No, Bill Murray only... hasn't given a fuck in so long. <laughs> I know. He doesn't know how to anymore. It was really, I didn't know he was going to be in this, so it was a surprise to see him. Um, but, you know. You still like Bill Murray? He just, 
You've always liked Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. I love Bill Murray. Yeah, I know, but he, you know he's probably like the worst, right? Like we always talk about like how people are <laughs> off screen. Like he's got to be terrible. I've only heard negative I think, things. I think he's gone through. Well, no, I th- I think he's gone through phases. Like I think now that he's not working quote actively, uh, the things that I've heard have been a lot kinder than when he was. I don't know, kind of in his prime, I guess. Uh, now he's almost like a caricature of himself. So maybe he puts that he puts that Isn't on. That kind of sad, All I've though. heard in the recent what's that? That's kind of sad though. It's like when I see like Robert De Niro during Dirty Grandpa. I'm like that motherfucker's raging bull. That guy's he's the taxi driver, man. Like why he's 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 fucking Godfather. Like why is he? Yeah, but why he's he not bad? Why is he forever? bad, Grandpa? I mean, you can't do that forever and then you just decide to make this, you know, shit movie. So I don't know. I don't, why did he, why does he do it? That's my question. Why don't you just like go, you know, gently into that good night and not, not do any of that? I guess I'll never understand. Yeah. Like when you get to those A listers, I'm like, why would you not That's, Daniel Day Lewis yeah, it and like be like, I will do one acting... movie every three years and I will only choose the most prestigious exactly what i want to work on kind of project and then some people are just like i'll show up in random shit whatever or just do a christian bale movie every so often and only do it because it's it's gonna piss me off to no end because i can't yeah christian bale only makes good shit it's not like christian bale shows up that's a theory that everyone else subscribes to but me but he just does he does movies to irritate me now so pretty much christian bale need to go on his fan club and not do some trolling or something um yeah. I'm bummed. Bummed is how the word this, I want to use. How did this end? They beat Kang and they escaped with the particles and then Scott was like Went walking down the street and he was like, wait, did I actually beat him? And he's like, ah, I guess I did. And then that's how like the movie ends. And then we see the Council of Kangs in the postcard. And he has to pay $12 for his coffee. What do you? Where do you think this is going? <laughs> no idea what are we what are we doing we got avengers know, Kang said, dynasty we got secret wars we have a, a marvel's movie you know falcon's okay, still let's out think there of what's been good like shang chi was good right i guess but i forgot that movie existed until you just said shang chi was good i right? know i did too until i just said it but i was yeah, just i mean it was fine what... when i watched it but i forgot about it in five seconds <laughs> <laughs> so who cares well that's that's gonna be the problem for me with all of these things if these people if these do not contain the characters that are in my marvel sweet spot i'm not gonna care that much about it and it's gonna take something it, like a Shang-Chi to make me want to watch i liked that movie when i watched it too i don't know that i've seen it since but at I least like it was something when I. I want Eternals. Yeah, you're a you. There's a small like, patch of you people. I like the cause. <laughs> I like cosmic. I like. I want to go. I want to go as big, and that's what I was hoping to get in Quantum Mania. I want to go so big that it's impenetrable. I want. I want David Lynch MCU. I want to go fucking out of this world. Oh God! And inter- Eternals is the closest thing I'm ever going to get to like. That's Chloe Zhao. Like I want like prestige, like deep. I have no like, idea what you're talking about. I want cosmic <laughs> MCU. I want I want some deep theoretical Lovecraft kind of shit in there. I feel like that's what we get with whenever like Loki comes around. The whole Loki series. Yeah, Loki's like that good. I I, I yeah, even I, even I after the post credit scene where like we get all these Kangs, almost like too much Kang. This is good. There's zero chance it can't be stupid. Like there's no way they're gonna stick this landing. They've they've bitten off too much. There's no way you're gonna not spit this out. 
But I'm going to see the new, whenever Loki comes out, like, that's what I'm most invested in. I want to see, I like the Time Variant Authority. I like the multiverses. I like the cosmic. I like the, like, the Eternals and those big gods that come out of planets. There's Galactus. Galactus eats planets. Like, I want to, I want to see when that guy comes in. Like, I want to, Earth is done. I'm done with Earth. I'm done with humans. Let's get big. Let's like let's get to no life isn't on the line. Existence as a as a construct is on the line. Let's I mean, we got nowhere else to go. Yeah, I time itself like, is know. on the line, not life. Time. Concept gravity. Gravity's on the line. If you if we lose this battle, gravity won't exist anymore. Like I want that guy like Okay. This We're, all feels a little self-important and a little self-indulgent of humans. So I'm not interested in this at all. Like, it's too, it's it's all too much. Well, do you recommend it? You can it, make it up man? all you want, but any anything that's really going to happen is theoretically not possible to think of. So uh, am so I going to recommend, recommend this? No. Kind of no, I'm not recommending this. Go see RRR instead. It's right on, It's you can watch it at your house. Okay, I will say if you're if you are in a strange situation when you have a binary choice of Ant Man and the Wasp three <laughs> and RRR, yes, of course RRR is the superior choice. But yeah, I'll give this a pass for now. Skeptically, wow. I'm skeptically stroking my beard, but uh, I uh. I will give this a pass. I'm waiting. This is, I mean, it's I, I, I'm not quite dead yet, but I'm pretty close. I think. My bet is that they're going to fumble Kang, that I'll hate Loki season two, and that I'll be done. And I hope, I kind of hope that I'll be done. I kind of hope they'll piss me off enough to be done. But Captain America, you don't know what's going to happen No one gives a fuck about Captain America. Well, I'm talking about Falcon as Captain America. I don't care about Falcon. I don't care about Falcon. You don't like, you don't, real world problems are too much for you. It's not this is what I find. I, it, when it, if I want real world problems, I'm not going to go to the MCU. I'm going to go to other movies. I have, I have a whole catalog of movies of plenty of good real world problems. If I want, you know, space and powers and shit, like I, I'll go to the MCU for that. I don't, I don't, I don't need to watch this, this, the shield and the swinging around. It's corny. <laughs> 1990s uh, superhero movies, not real. Uh, I can't believe it. I can't believe I have to keep saying no to these movies. By the way, Black Panther the... would have been a yes. Black Panther would have been a. I'll catch up with it, but I, I, so. I mean, I kind of, I mean, you and I are the only ones left in the show still doing this. I, I don't know. I don't know if we need to do these anymore. Maybe for the next big one, but we'll like, see. what's what's next? Do you even know? Do you know what's next? I don't know what's next. I, I literally don't know what's next on the schedule for for MCU. Uh... Is it the Marvels movie? Mm-hmm. The Marvels movie is next. Yes, because oh, I love Lashana Lynch, but goddamn, I can't watch. I can't watch Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. She's, she's... <laughs> it, you know what it is. It's like we're, we're talking about RR again. When I watch RR, I'm like everyone involved in this loved loves movies. They might have like they they there's passion here. And when I see Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, I see nothing but contempt. Yes. Like I fucking hate being here. I'm so much better than this. Like I feel no joy. I feel the opposite. I feel like 
she thinks you're stupid for watching her right now. And I, I'm like, like, and she also feels like it's almost a burden to her to be this all um, powerful superhero. Yeah, like I've got other like, planets to be on. I got this, that, and the other to do. I'm doing know, all the like, things, and you know, she pisses. I don't, like, it's, I don't it's love that. A, I just, oh, it's, it's, it is. It's infuriating. It's such like a like. Who would kill to be here? Like the the passion, the passion I see in movies that are like small little whatevers, and like I just like the filmmakers wanted to be here. The actors are giving it their all. That's why I like when I see Michael Douglas stick his hands in the gooey thing. I'm like Michael Douglas, 80 years old. He's already got a full awesome <laughs> career. He doesn't fucking need this. He doesn't need to be Hank Pym in the Ant Man movies. But you know, he shows up on the set. He sticks his hands in the little green screen Some tubes goo. or whatever, and he gives it you know 80 percent. And I I respect that. I don't want to see Brie Larson yeah. be like, I'm too good for this shit. You're fucking, you got a lot of career in front of you. You're a good actress, but like, why are you doing that? Oh, who knows? Next one might be. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe we'll surprise. be back here and I'll be like, the Marvels is the greatest film I've ever seen. It'll, it'll be like, uh, <laughs> it'll be like uh, Star is Born where I was like, oh, Bradley Cooper, your directorial debut is rebooting Star is Born with Lady Gaga? Oh, there's no way. Oh, oh I'm crying. I oh, now I'm going to sob. Oh, I can't stop yeah. crying. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, two recommends for Captain Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel's Adventures. Um, we got other movies coming up. Something. I don't know. The tournament's over at this point. <laughs> uh, I We don't know who wins as of this recording. Yeah, but right. As of right Nicole. now. So, congratulations, Nicole. Probably. I put my money on Nicole, too, just because yeah. that's the best bet. Safe can't, bet. I, I can't believe we were all Final Four. You, this is. Did you know this is the first year you've had a movie make it to the Final Four? I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> I knew you I were know, always last. You think I'm I didn't not realize, aware of that. I didn't realize how far. Like, just has like one or two movies. I've had like every year. I have a couple, and Nicole has a couple. But like, I didn't realize you had literally never had anything made it past like the final like, <laughs> top eight or whatever because I, I always pick some really unusual choices that um people you had top gun this year find. though so that's right i had a couple couple good ones usually films i don't with really the... i usually have some me- mediocre ones if you have anything to recommend to us films with the women in my life on facebook reach out to me on instagram i'm brennan underscore pod host and you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thank you for being on for Ant-Man, Wasp 3, Quantumania 5, yeah. Avengers 7. <laughs> uh, my pleasure, 6. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off. So thanks for listening and enjoy your day. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.